You are now tuned in to the Windy City Benders Podcast. This is WCVP. All right, we're back. Episode 124 of the WCB Podcast. It's Jerem. It's Tanner. What's going on, bud? Nothing much, man. How you doing? You know, nice little long weekend for me. So it was kind of refreshing doing a little bit of nothing. Got to watch a little bit of hot hockey, catch up a little bit. It's been a little emotional up and down with this team. <laughs> a wild week. Crazy week. A lot of like mixed signals, I feel. And for me personally, I mean, I, I we'll, we'll talk about it, but I feel like I'm taking crazy pills when I'm looking at certain players here and seeing what uh, the public perceives them as. So we'll, we'll touch on that. But uh, yeah, so what's new with you, man? Anything, uh, anything going on? Just working nonstop. That's it. <laughs> it's like one of my last days off is today. So <laughs> I'll be working just every day forever now. So. Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll get this going so you can go enjoy your day off. Um, Hell yeah. Hawks had three games this week. They have played. They have one more tonight. Uh, part of a back-to-back with uh, Detroit. But week started on Tuesday. It was a shootout, literally. Goal-scoring fiesta. With Columbus, uh, the Hawks end up winning that game 6-5 in a shootout. Um, first shootout win this year. Uh, I don't remember if they won another shootout before. And I'm pretty positive Kaner still hasn't scored in the shootout this year. So, yeah, he's got to change it up a little bit. I feel like goalies have him read perfectly with that little slow down forehand, backhand. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if he just doesn't do the slow down, it would probably catch a lot of goalies off guard. I lost my internet. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, I think it froze. <laughs> uh, what was the last thing you heard? I didn't even hear you say anything. I was saying stuff. All right. I said that there was the, it was the last, or they didn't have a shoot. That's their first shoot I went. It's the first shoot I went. Okay. Should we just restart? Cool difficulty. If you want to, that's fine with me. Ah, fuck it. We'll just roll. We'll roll with this. Fuck it. Show, we'll show. <laughs> Keep it in. But all right. So yeah, first shootout win of the year. We're. I was talking about Kaner because you asked if Kaner hasn't sco- has has he scored yet, and I was saying like no goalies have him red. And you yeah. said he just came in full speed and stopped doing that. And I say he's got to come in full speed, stop at the at the hash, and just fucking clap on Hosa style. Ooh. That'd be, that'd be a wild little thing. <laughs> I think if he just does anything like besides like the, the quick stick handle, like he's going to catch everybody off guard. But, I mean, Kaner's going to be Kaner. It'll be fine. <laughs> so, but yeah, so this was a lot going on. Um, Soderberg, power play goal to kick things off. And then Kaner follows it up with his goal 398 on the year. A uh, nice little two nothing lead. Then Atkinson and Patrick Line, who has just been on fire since getting dealt to Columbus, ever since his benching. Like he ever since is, his fight. Yeah, he has <laughs> been this on a tear since he's been traded. He's put up six goals, four assists, and the the power play for Columbus jumped up to jumped up to like twenty two percent. That's Which, not not too shabby. I mean, yeah. you, you get a guy that can just rip. I mean, he's been doing it. Both his, goal, it. Both his goals this game were just – They were sick. Yeah, just hard, it's, top shelf, linking it in no shot. Yeah, it's one, It's those goals that you go, God damn it, Patrick Line, you son of a bitch. <laughs> it's like Line, Ovechkin, and I think Kubelik is going to start becoming one of those players too that it's like – they get open on the power play up top. Yeah, Matthews. Yeah, look out. Sayonara. Good night. Um, and then the big goal, the big goal of the game, not the game winner, but it's all the work, goal. all the work paid off. Brandon Hagel finally gets that first career goal. 
And what was even better about this, he scores the goal, doesn't celebrate. He points at Kaner because Kaner gave him a nice little pass uh, for it and just points at Kaner like, yeah, look what you did, bud. And Kaner's like, no, man, you did. <laughs> like, it was so funny. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you, you love it when, when the guys get so excited and, like, their first reaction is just like, yo, Kane is so fucking sick. It's like, dude, <laughs> right? you just scored your first goal. Like, take some credit. It'll be okay. I mean, that's a big deal, though, getting your first goal. It's uh, off of a Kaner assist. Like, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean – it's it's assist number fucking 600 something for him but goal number one for you bud like that's one you'll remember <laughs> um and then that gets followed up a little t- short time later with another line a bomb on the power play kubalik with a bomb on that one to take the lead again okwis with the power play goal was so fast they didn't even know it went in Bounced yeah right off uh, was it off the camera or just that center bar I think it was just the center bar. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Man, oh man. If if Boquist keeps that up with all the talks from when he was getting drafted that he was going to be the next Eric Carlson, it's like, yeah, dude, let's just inject that into my veins, please. <laughs> yeah, he's been stepping up. I know we for a little bit this year, there's been kind of talks. I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but I know in our group chat, it's been kind of like, ah, I'm kind of losing faith in Boquist a little bit, but. He's only 20. Right. (laughs) This past week, he's looked pretty good out there. Like, Oh, God, yeah. He's stepping up. He's got that delayed uh, COVID, you know, bump going right now. Oh, yeah, like the Brink got it right away. Yeah. Um, Looks pretty good. Looks pretty good out there. And the regulation ends up with uh, Borkstrand putting in two goals, tied up, go to a shootout uh, to Brink it, gets the lone goal in that. So the Hawks win six five and oh or in the shootout. Yeah. I don't know. I'm always a big fan of one one goal games, like you know, one nothing, two one, all that kind of stuff. But these shootouts have been really fucking fun this year. It's not that fun because like <laughs> I enjoy when the Hawks go up by a lot, oh, yeah. but I, I it's it's a pain to to like be listening to the game and and just be like all right, we're fucking clicking. We're clicking. They scored. All right, that's just one. All right, they just scored again. Fuck me. All right, it's tied now. Sorry. Oh, cool. We're back up. All right, great, 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 great. And then they tie it. And then you're like, fuck, what the hell is going on? <laughs> just please just hold the lead. And I think Kaner said it like after the game. It was like, even though they won, wasn't happy about it. No. Like, you got If you're up five to three going into the, or like, and with 10 minutes left in the third, like you should be holding that lead. That's something that I've noticed a couple games this year that they were lucky to win. Yeah. And they aren't satisfied with that, that they get the win. It's like, yeah, we'll take yeah, – the. We'll they take love the going to overtime. Yeah. It's like we're glad we got the two points, but we've got to be better. They they know that they can't rely on these six, five games all the time. They have to be better defensively. They have to step up. And I think they usually respond pretty well, and they did a pretty good job the following game. Uh, Malcolm Subban gets the start. Well, I was going to say during this game first, oh. though, uh, Carl Soderberg, quiet three-point game. He's been hot. Yeah, he had three goals in three games up until the Detroit game um, that just passed, and then he's also got six points in the last four. Yeah, I want to say he's had, like, in the last, like, eight games, he's had seven points. I mean – that's, that sounds way worse than six points in four games. <laughs> but they put they put him on the power play, and he's just a fucking big ass guy that just sits in front of the net, and it's great. It's, it's just it's funny because it's like you watch him, and for he's being a big guy, fast. he's just yeah, he's not he's slow. He seems to get ragged out, not ragged out, but I mean, he definitely seems strong on the puck, so he gets kind of pushed around and all that, and then. He just gets like, you know, a good little empty net goals here and there. And just, I think that goal he had on, on Tuesday, it like, he like poked it and it just slowly slid. Corpusaro just, I think, misplayed it. Like, mm-hmm. it is gloved down fast enough or something. Like, it was just really awkward. Yeah. I mean, puck goes in the net. It's on the score sheet. Yeah. It's all good. Ask Kyle just how many. Yeah. So, yeah, so then like I mentioned Subban gets the start in the second game versus Columbus. And, and just like the first game, exactly what we expected. 
not a shootout, nothing like that. Much more defensive game. Yeah, I don't think there. What was the third period? Like halfway through the third was the first goal of the game. Yeah, yeah, and it was Kaner with a fucking snipe for three ninety nine. Love to see it. He was feeling it too. His Sully, like after he, he didn't know. He kind of like he didn't know what he wanted to do. Like he started to go down for like the fist, and then he started doing like the the the, the hand twirl, and it was yeah. like. Uh, but he's feeling it. He's having Let's start the highlight reel kind of hand thing. Yeah. Um, and then that gets followed up with that was a Soderberg empty net goal, right? Yeah. Yeah. So nice little bounce back game, you know, a little bit more defensively better. Um, yeah, before I talk about we'll talk about this third game before we bring up the other thing. Um yesterday's game or Saturday's game. When you guys listen to this, it was not good. It was a bad game <laughs> against Detroit. Detroit, uh, just a bad team. We're four and zero against Detroit this year. Coming in, Subban gets to start again. I just, I had coming a bad in with run. a with a nine thirty save percentage though. It's like, see ya. That's not gonna. That's it's a bad. It's a bad thing. Detroit was coming in pretty hot though. Going into the game, they won two out of three of their last three. Um, they were feeling it, you know, but they're buzzing. No Dylan Larkin this weekend. So you take their best player out, and it's like it's a bunch of guys that they can't they have no offense as is. So it, on paper well, that's been, what you would think. Right. On paper, this should have been a very easy Hawks win. But that's why you play the game. Yeah. Because it was nuts. I'm pulling up the goals here. Bobby Ryan. Fabry would just a great individual effort to, you know, keep the play going. I think he uh, goes and picks that, uh, Zedroff's pocket. Nice little stick lift to keep protect the puck. Slide it over to Bobby Ryan. He puts it in. And that was like, I'm like, okay, this is not going to. This isn't going to go well. And then, yeah, just just three feet in front of the net, just off the post it in. The area in which they score is going to be a common theme throughout the rest of the game. Yeah, and going that was the only goal for the first period. Second period, got the long line change. Um, the Brinkett's coming off the bench. Gets who was it? Dahan find, finds him with a yeah, just like a it was like a off the boards kind of pass. An awesome like little just basic bank pass up to him. Gets through like everyone. Yeah, takes it for a breakaway goal. Nice and simple. The brinket's on fire. The kid's feeling it. Just a nice little snipe. Nice little snipe. Nothing fancy. And then it was downhill from there for the Hawks. <laughs> um, Darren Helm gets his first of the year. Darren Helm, who feels like he's been in the league for forever. He's only 34. I know. But, like, but he feels, yeah, like that's what's crazy. That's all I've seen on social media was like, it was nice to see Darren Helm come out of retirement to play this game. And I'm like, like, he's only 34. <laughs> <laughs> His first goal of the season. Just, I mean, the goal. I, that was the one. It was left in front. Yeah. He was all alone in front. Yeah, it was. It, they, the Hawks lost a battle behind the net. They threw it out in front, and he was just sitting there. That was the one, too, that both D were behind the net, and I think yep. Suter, yeah, Suter's kind of – who should he should have been staying in front of the net with Helm, but he went down below the, the goal line to kind of help out, and they took advantage of that. Then they take a penalty, and – Yep, and and just in, like, in Detroit fashion, they capitalize on the power play. <laughs> what was – do you have the stat or, like, the – it was something like they had gone 0 for 41 on the previous power plays or something month, like that. It was a month between power play goals. It it was it's horrible. Their power play percentage went from six percent to seven with that power play goal. They, um, yeah, they're 31st in the league. And yeah, and at the time, it was, the Hawks were first in the league. Yeah, and so you had the best power play going against the worst power play. And usually that's a recipe for success for the team that has the best power play. <laughs> yeah. So funny thing is Pat Foy started talking about, like, this team's power play is so bad. They, they oh, can't do this. And then as you said on it, team's saying it, um, how did you say this guy's name? Juice. Okay. 
Christian. <laughs> goes and nice little pump fake, skates in a little bit more and throws on that. Uh, another goal I think Suvan should have had. I don't think it was a effectively a great shot, but um, well, that's where we are. <laughs> hey, it's just going to be one of those days. Yeah. Third period comes. Another play in front of the net. Um, just break it down. It just breaks down. That's all it is. And- throws on net. Subban just kind of lose track of where it's at. Uh, Shnefnikov comes in and just pokes it in. Yeah. Just sitting on the doorstep. Yeah. Um, Yanmark picks one up for the Hawks. Well, he, he's so – that's actually a pretty big goal because he – not for this game, but, like, it's his seventh of the season. And his last two seasons, he's only had six each. So – I feel like he's he's getting he's getting back into it because before these past two seasons in Dallas, where he only put up six each time, he was at he had nineteen. So I don't know if like he's feeling it on the Hawks. He's he's getting a little bit of a scoring touch back to him, but it's good to see that he's he's not he's breaking through that sick goal barrier. (laughs) (laughs) We talked about I I I remember when we signed him like in the before the season started and I was just like, eh, whatever. Like, I don't know. I thought it was going to be a great signing. Like I, yeah, I was, it was, it's, it's Bowman's favorite thing of like, like a reclamation project or whatever, you know, like the same with like Dylan Strom and Nylander. It's like, they could be really good. They, they've been having some down years or not doing too hot. And, just toss a toss a contract out to him, see how they do. And he's been he's been playing pretty well. It's crazy. Like it doesn't look like he. I think just by like his size and the way he plays, it doesn't look like he's like going balls out. But he makes it also look pretty easy when he scores. <laughs> like yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like it looks kind of effortless. And I'm just like, oh okay. Like the tip that he had to score that, it was just like, oh, like nice and easy. There we go. Actually, so he was actually a third round pick for Detroit. Yep. 13. 65, 195. I mean, yeah, I think he's been probably for like the new class of players coming in, like signing wise. I think he's been, we talked about last time, I think he's been surprisingly great and mm-hmm. been a nice little piece that can play, I think, any spot in this lineup, any role in the lineup. And he's, he's earning the time that he's getting. It's great. It's yeah. it. I like it when the pieces fit. You know. Um, followed up with Franz Nielsen. Talk about guys that are still in the league. Yeah, Franz Nielsen. Same He's thing. 36. Just he, just the just puck meets him in front of the net and <laughs> everything from the high danger scoring areas. And they didn't seem like they were that great of goals, but. It was just one of those nights, like I said. Yeah. Um, and then right about 30 seconds left in the game, even less, maybe 12 seconds left. Uh, Kubalik just puts one out, puts one away. Yeah, can't can't keep him off the board, man. He goes <laughs> high off the glass and then just gets a re gets some rebound technically. Technically, yeah. Wide wide open net. So they dropped the game five to three. Uh Kaner's still sitting at three ninety nine. And I got to ask the question, and we kind of talked about this already. Is Subban good? It's like, <laughs> is Subban good? I just, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills when I look at social media and people are talking about like, oh, he's so great. He's like, he's the perfect, you know, backup goalie and all this kind of stuff. And he's an NHL caliber player. And it's like, I know I'm not a goalie. So like my mindset's a little <laughs> bit different. And from like what I like experience, like I don't feel like everything he does, I feel like it's done by accident. <laughs> like, like you saw, like, like you it's said, not, it's not done with confidence, right? Like you said, <laughs> like were talking before, you're like he's making some athletic saves. I'm like, are is he like is he or is it athletic or is it well, because he's out of out of position and he's throwing himself to get back in position? I also said that it looks like. He there's plenty of times where he looks like he has no idea where the puck's at, and typically you'll see a lot of NHL goalies have at least some idea of where the puck's at, 
and very little times where they don't have a clue. And I feel like Subban is either like, I know where the puck's at, or I have no idea where the puck's at and like, doesn't have a clue most of the time. <laughs> like, it's kind of weird. Only, and I feel like the only time that he knows what's going on is when the puck goes, when it's a glove right into his glove or right into his chest. Anything yeah. else, it's like, he's always, I felt like he's always like looking behind him. He's always like, once the puck hits him, he, I don't know if he's like not following like where the rebound's going, but it's, it makes me nervous. <laughs> it's just like, oh, please just, just hold on to it. I understand it's hard. It's difficult. It's hockey. And that team played, I mean, the difference, the night and day difference between Thursday's shutout versus Columbus and then the loss against Detroit on Saturday, it was, that wasn't even just him. I feel like, it wasn't a Subban shutout on Thursday. It was a team shutout. I feel like the D played, stepped up big time for that game on Thursday, really helped bail him out a lot. And, I mean, yeah, it was an earned, earned shutout. Yeah, shutout's a shutout. He made the saves that you need to right, make. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like you you saw the difference when the defense isn't clicking. When the defense is clicking, you get Thursday. When they're not clicking, you get Saturday. Right. And the, that's the, – kind of easy chances in front but like they're i don't think those like some of those goals man they're just they're not really difficult shots though like they just kind of squeaked by the only one that i thought you maybe can say okay it was just it was a good shot was the power play from from juice true because that's the only one that was like a true shot good shot yeah everything else i feel like he should have had like also, Columbus on Thursday, they only gave up 26 shots, which is, I mean, makes the goalie's life a hell of a lot easier yeah. than, like, their average of, like, 33 shots against a game. Um, yeah, because then they gave up 32 to Detroit. And it doesn't matter if it's 32 against Detroit or 32 against Tampa Bay. You're still playing NHL teams. The more shots you give up, like, the better chance you have at giving up the fucking goals. You're playing professionals. You're not yeah. playing. <laughs> These guys Damn. are in the NHL for a reason. Detroit had 20 fucking block shots. Yeah, they were playing good. Holy like, sh! I didn't even know that. That is fucking insane. They, it was a good game on Detroit's part. Like, they, it's kind of, it was weird. Well, it was kind of like the Hawks. How we've we been talking about the Hawks, like the young guys. Well, I was going to say, if you're talking like Detroit, the last time we played them too, where we got the shutout, the two nothing shutout, they actually had a pretty good game. They couldn't fucking buy a goal though. Yeah. I mean, like, they, they were ringing off the post. There was the time where Lincoln is like dancing around, spinning around, and Bobby Ryan like hits the fucking pipe, but goes off another stick. And like they're missing the net wide. And I was just like, this is that was that shutout too was just kind of like, that was, I don't know, but was, we yeah, got it. Yeah. <laughs> And oh, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big Lincoln guy, and I'm, I definitely think that he, he's the guy right now. Like he, I have more confidence in Lincoln. Right. Yeah. But I'm not off of Subban. Like he's, he's getting results, and I, I'm cool with that. He's like three, two, and one, and having a winning, like a winning season right now is, is great. <laughs> um, the, the other funny thing is, I was telling you guys in our group chat is like, Lincoln and Subban have both have shutouts and so now they're tied with Crawford and Laner over the past two seasons in the same amount of shutouts. <laughs> Laner didn't even have a shutout against the fucking or while he was on the Hawks. He had a shutout once he got traded to Vegas. <laughs> Yikes. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um if they if they get another yeah. shutout then they'll combine for more shutouts this year than the last like three. And I think Lincoln's going to get it tonight. You think so? Another? He's just going to get another shutout against Detroit? Fuck you, Detroit. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just – I don't know. I'm not – it's not like I'm not – I'm not sold on anybody. Is there, like, I still feel like, yeah, Lincoln's got, like – he's our clear cut. He's our number one right now. Can he keep it up, you know, hopefully – but yeah. I still think that I would love to see Delia get another shot when Lincoln maybe needs another rest. I know. Yeah, I mean Lincoln has had some shaky games. Yeah, there's there's a few six five games out there, and 
like and well it was like carolina there was a, a shootout fucking columbus a shootout like twice or was this this was a a lincoln game wasn't it let me I'm, i went back a few games uh, um back when mitchell and bowden scored their first goals oh yeah was that lincoln and, yeah that was lincoln and that so like there's a few games where he's he's giving up a good amount of goals but I don't know. You know, he just has it's gonna I happen. Feel, yeah, I just feel with watching him play, he plays with a lot more confidence. True. Like you can I don't get as nervous on every single shot. Right. <laughs> like I was watching the game with my brother yesterday and I'm like, oh God, I got a weird feeling about this game. He's like, you say that every time they play Detroit. I'm like, yeah, but Subban's in that. I just I don't have that confidence with him. Like I don't have that confidence with Delia. I don't like and that's what worries me. Like, it's if this team is truly going to make a contender, are I mean, do we have a a, a contending tandem in in Lincoln and Suvan, or Lincoln and Delia? Like, I think that's the best part about this season is goaltending's been so much like in the air for every team, and everybody going into this year was like, all right, who's who's going to be good? And it's like the Hawks are going to be terrible. They have unproven goalies, and it's like. The Hawks have probably the, one of the better goaltending tandems right now, statistically, in the league. At least their goalies both have above like a 9-10 save percentage. Yeah. And you cannot say that about most of the teams in the league. I know. We were kind of talking about this before, too. We started recording. It's like it feels, especially in the North Division, but it just feels like goalie goaltending just is not good this year across the board. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's weird it's, it's really not yeah it's like i don't know i think i noticed that really noticed that the other day and i was trying to figure out because my entire fantasy goalies are out but i was trying to find somebody and just like there's nobody worth picking up right now i'm gonna i just want to check and see like the minimum five games played who's playing who's playing well like Andre Vasilevsky has been killing it. That's that's obvious. That's going to happen. Fucking Flurry's killing it. He's got 941 save percentage in 12 games. <clears throat> like, who's – like, I feel like – I guess there is, like, a decent amount of goalies, like, doing good. But I just feel like the goalies that – there's, like, some bigger-name goalies that should be doing good that are not. But maybe I'm just wrong. It feels weird. No, it definitely does not feel like – like I know it's, I don't know. It just. I guess Bobrovsky cool. always being below nine hundred is kind of strange. Matt Murray, God, what a Corpusalo is not doing too hot this year either. Tuka Rask is doing bad. Gibson's not doing great. Carter Hart's not doing good. Laner Price. Bennington. Fuck Bennington. We'll get to him in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Looking forward to the night, though. What do you think yeah. is going to happen? Little, little Hawks dub? It, oh, yeah, you said shutout already. Yeah. Well, I didn't say it. Now you said it, so you fucked it. But You said it. I didn't say the words. Nah, whatever. <laughs> Who fucking cares? I'm excited. Oh, the Hawks get, are wearing their reverse retros tonight. Is it weird that they're only wearing them three times this year? I feel like everybody else is wearing on like a shit ton more. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It seems like, yeah, there's only three or is it only three right now? It's the, they released the schedule and they said it's three. That's weird. It's so weird. What's the fucking point? (laughs) They were so secretive about it. Like, like what is going on? Like, are they really trying to like hide the logo? I don't know. Like, it's just so bizarre how they handled it, but still not sold on them, by the way. I like them. I'm going to see what they look like tonight. Maybe that'll that'll sell it to me. Yeah, like the whole setup on the ice. Yeah. I mean, it's just going to be black, but black pants, black gloves. At least it's not fucking gold. Right? (laughs) God. Are are the Red Wings starting Bernier tonight? Or are they starting Grice? So he, they have what seven wins this year now, and he's got six yes. of them. Yeah. 
Is he is he still the only goalie that's won in Detroit since like 2018? Yeah, some shit. Something like that. I think uh, we'll see. Thomas Grice isn't a bad goalie. I just I don't think he plays well in Detroit. He played really well in. I think on the island. He's good for. I think he's kind of showing that he's not. He's not a starter. He's like that one B type of guy. Like he needs somebody that. Not like an elite, but like a really good goal in front of him. And then he can come in and like clean things I up. I think he's the type of goalie that needs a really good defensive front of him like he had in in New York. That's true. I, that's that's the best that. thing about the Islander. He's very trash, baby. Just with that fucking defensive mindset. Man, Kaner going into this game with nine points in his last five games. Let's go. He's getting 400 tonight. I hope so. I rather, it was so weird watching him yesterday as like a shoot first mindset. Like, oh, I, was, you know what? I forgot. I was because I was texting you guys during the two nothing win, and I was like, "What are the chances they try and get Kaner the puck for 400? And as I sent it, like Soderbergh scores. I was like, yeah. "Never fucking mind." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but, yeah, I don't think Kaner would want his 400s to be an empty netter. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm sure just getting to 400 would be great. Doesn't matter how it happens. Don't ask how, just how many, and then yeah. how many is 400. But Can't. yeah, I it was so weird, like the just watching because he's such a playmaker and just like mentalities past the puck. And you saw that he had the one two on one with Suter, and Suter tossed it over. And he, if you would have shot it right away, I think that was it. But he waited too little too long. He just overthought it. Like, oh, should I pass it? Should I shoot? Should I pass? Should I shoot? And then gave uh, Bernie plenty of time to set up. Yeah. He's going to have to do, like, something stupid. He's going to have to do, like, a, a spinorama or, you know. Could you imagine if that's how he fucking did? What was He did the spinorama against, what, Columbus? Yeah. No, Carolina. No, Carolina. If, if that was 400 for him. Oh, God. <laughs> or his little backhand little backhand from the side oh yeah yeah or let's do what was it against minnesota where he comes around the back of the net and then does the spin to the forehand and just pops it top shelf <sighs> let's just talk about caner goals like so, so <laughs> just some clutch caner goals for an like for a minute i think it, it would be it would be i kind of you know what kind of sucks is like it would have been great if it was like his 400th was assisted by like taze so that's not going to be possible. I'm, I'm, I bet Keith gets in on it. That's going to happen. Keith and Debrink it to Kaner, calling it. Oh my god, I would laugh. It's going to be. It's going to. It's like gonna a two. On, it's like a two on one to Kane to bring it. Uh, Debrink flies over to Kane. Kane puts it in, and like Debrink it's just going to the net, and just it hits off his stick. <laughs> <laughs> just tips off of his skate or something. <laughs> My fucking goal. <laughs> oh, you'd oh, love to see it. So uh, you're saying, I'm saying it's. I, I I'm hoping it's a win. If it's not a win, it's gonna be really. Uh, so you can't drop two to Detroit. Cannot drop two to Detroit. Not back to back. I mean, they have and who they've got coming up too. Like you almost have to Tampa. To oh God. Tampa's next on the schedule. Start of start of March. So if you drop two in a row to Detroit, that just that is not the way you want to go into going to March. Absolutely not. After taking two from Columbus, you got three in a row versus Tampa. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Two against Dallas, and then two against Florida. Jesus Christ! Tampa, Tampa, Tampa. Detroit, Detroit. Florida, Florida. Tampa, Tampa. Florida, Florida. Yeah. This that's is gonna a, be a that's gonna and then and then Nashville, Nashville. That's a that's a march right there. Oh, we'll wrap Carolina. up a month with Carolina. Holy shit! This if they're still in the playoff spot after this after March, they're they're, hot. Going. they're going. I'm I'm excited. I fucking love this team, man. I like I don't know. Tampa's super good, but at least those games should be more exciting than the first two than that they played. Yeah, I mean, look at what they've gone through since then. I mean, 
They're like nine one and or nine two and three now since January thirty first. Love to see it. Love the boys, the boys are coming out. <laughs> so I think it'll be a lot more competitive hockey. You have to win this game. Yeah, they need to they need to finish February with this with this with a dub. This is definitely a must win. Um that means I'm gonna do this real quick on the month. Trying to figure out the record. <laughs> yeah. Eight. I'll give you a minute. Yeah, give you a minute. <laughs> eight, two, and uh, eight, two, and one. Yeah. That sounds yeah. about right. I mean, that's a month. Yeah, man. That's how months work. They, they were four weeks. Eight, two, and one is good. Good time for a team that um, wasn't supposed to compete. Yeah, especially when we we're. I think when we were predicting month by month, like in our group chat before the season started, I think we were like, at least we can if we can get at least four wins. <laughs> I think we all said if we get, they were they were saying if we get at least four points, not it was four points in March yeah. that was the before the season started when the schedule came out it was if we can get four points in March it's a good month gotta love it gotta love the change love this team some quick little transaction news for the team too really quick um Odin and Delia to Rockford with uh Delia's down there, so Delia is down a conditioning stint he's not actually like it's not like a full-on put down yeah, I mean, it makes um, sense. He's he's been yeah. sitting um, on the taxi squad for the past month. Like, go get him some time. Reese Johnson, Nicholas Bowden, and Wyatt um, Kalnick. Kalnick are down to Rockford. Brad Morrison, Michael Hacker. Hacker Yeah, that guy. <laughs> and Matt uh, Tom Tompkins moved up to the taxi squad. Um, we were kind of talking about this too a little bit. It's kind of disappointing to see Bowden going down because he was looking really good this year, and I would love to see him. You even said it. You would. You're like, I kind of wish somebody would get hurt so Bowden could get. I don't want them to get hurt though, but like, I just want to like have a spot for Bowden because I like what he's been playing. But I understand, like, go get him like pretty much first line ice time and a have him run the show down there. He was looking so good, like. There was times where it was him and Boquist out there, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like deep pairing of the future, fucking love it. Yeah. <laughs> he's definitely gonna got a good future on this decor part of this decor. I think he's gonna be. It's gonna be like Boquist, Mitchell, and Bowden, or, or like, oh yeah, no matter it what, good. guys. It looks good. But when Boquist is turning it up again it's kind of hard to justify putting Boquist down so Bowden can get some games playing time so yeah go to Rockford Rockford's hurting right now with uh since their entire team is up on Chicago killing it right now but yeah they're just trying to have fun down there um looking like crazy (laughs) anything else for hot stock um I had something in my head and that, oh, Kaner. I think he's got a good chance of possibly getting the heart if he keeps us up. Kind of like a Panarin Panarin case last year. If he, if, he, if he wills this team into the playoffs, I think Kaner's got a real good chance of getting that heart trophy again. Yeah, at least be nominated. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, oh my God, he's just fucking, he's so goddamn good. <laughs> Especially when you look at like, if I can pull it up like as fast as possible, but like the league leaders are McDavid and Drysaddle. They play on the same team. Marner and Matthews. They play on the same team. And then it's like, and then Kaner, who's like doing it for his team. Yeah, like everybody else has like a complimentary like top five player in the league, and then Kaner's like, yeah, man, we're all in this together, right? It's fucking Steve, crazy. This team's going as far as Keener wants to take him. Yeah, and he's he's fucking he's doing it. You love to see it. I fucking love it, man. This team is so so goddamn fun to watch. 
Do and you, it's always think, because the expectations are just so low. Yeah. Do you think there's <laughs> any extra fight in Keener? Because it's like there's no Taves, and it's always been Keen and Taves, Keen and Taves. And now that there's no uh, Taves to kind of Taves like, who? Yeah. Like. Oh, no. It's so mean. I fucking love Taves. <laughs> but like, do you think that, that that's adding a little extra to him to, like, you know, get this team? Or do you think it's just, like, yeah, just business as usual for him? I think Keener just fucking loves winning, man. Yeah. He's not done. Three cuffs doesn't matter. He loves to win. Loves to put up those points. So, yeah, he's so, we'll he's so fucking good. <laughs> so hopefully they finish February on a high note and go into March, much needed. Um, who needs a new month right now? Is uh, Panarin? February ended terribly for him, and we're not talking about hockey. Yeah. So this was like the weirdest fucking news to start that last week was Panarin stepped away from the Rangers to deal with I don't even know how to describe it a political hit piece yeah pretty much yeah he's been very outspoken against Putin so they wrote this story up that back in 2011 he beat he abused a 18 year old female at some bar yeah and it's just it's so fucking bizarre goddamn russia man yeah it's 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 very odd like especially like timing wise and just how bizarre it's it just comes out of nowhere kind of like i don't no one's believing it and apparently no, no, no one no one in russia is believing it either no it's a straight up it's a straight up hit piece and i think it's they're trying to his family's still out in russia yeah, and I think it's kind of was put out there to kind of bait him to come back to Russia, to try to get his family or whatever, or be with his family during all this. Because obviously, if they're going after Panarin right now, they're I'm assuming they're going they're messing with his family as well, just the way it, it is out there. So I I think it's 100 a bait to get him out there. And if I was him, I would just be like, here's a blank check, get them over here, and uh, see you, Russia. Yeah, uh, it's I can't imagine that ever <laughs> like just being an athlete and then just having like your country's leaders going after you in some like shitty way because you don't agree with the, like what they're doing. <laughs> it's like, kind of crazy. Yeah, it's just, like it's insane. And then of course everybody's like, "Well, Ovechkin's fine." Well, yeah, Ovechkin's buddies with Putin. <laughs> like, yeah. But Ovechkin knows. To keep on the straight and narrow there. <laughs> yeah, it's just he just wants to party and play hockey, man. It's, exactly. He's gonna it's stay scary, out of it. Scary situation. And I think that's kind of like an eye opener, just like kind of how good we have it over here. That it's like no matter what your opinions are, at least you're not getting like your life threatened or like you know, like that. You're not getting stories made up about you right. to yeah. try and ruin your like personal life. I mean, hopefully, hopefully he gets all taken care of and he gets back soon. He was, um, he was really kind of turning his season around too as a late. And I know things are bigger than hockey and all that kind of stuff, but hopefully, uh, Panarin will be all good and we'll get back on the ice. Yeah, just, you love Panarin. I love, love him. I love watching him play too. He's so exciting, guy. And I need that high kick in my life. I was just about to say, <laughs> I can do a high kick like that after a goal. Come on, you got to cheer for him the greatest um we mentioned him earlier and i know you would love to talk about this oh god if anybody caught the recent fucking seven to six or some shit like that san jose and st louis game and i'm mental sure midget, anyway, mental midget of the month jordan bennington. jordan bennington just ugh, god damn i only is saw it, the is, this, is it yeah. just because he got pulled yeah, I think so. I don't know if that like you. I don't really know what was being said on the ice, but you you go to see him skate off the ice, and he turns back and goes towards the San Jose bench and like shoves one of the players because he's trying to talk. He's like saying something to somebody else, and then he's skating by, and then he fakes a fucking like punch to like Eric Carlson with his blocker. Like, blocker oh, okay, cool, way to go, tough nuts. And then fucking on his way off the ice, like Dubnik. <laughs> also, <laughs> Devin Dubnik is. I don't know. Like, if I was Dubnik, who's got like five inches on him and like fifty fucking pounds on him, I would just 
fucking beat the shit out of him. Like, what uh, do you like? What's going on? I was hoping he, that's the way he was going. They were going at us. Like, oh my god, goalie fight, goalie fight. Yeah, like how I don't know. And then he just he just like shoves him and Bennington like tries to swipe a stick at him and skates off the ice like a piss poor sport that he is because he's got fucking lit up. Here, Four Dubnik goals after, on 19 shots. Dubnik after the game goes, I don't know why he's skating around pretending to punch guys. I told him to get off the ice. He's 165 pounds swinging at guys, fake punching guys. Yeah. It's like, you're fucking terrible. Like, Eric, I, I think Evander Kane was saying some shit that, like, like, oh, it's too bad I wasn't on the ice, then. It's like, all right, Evander. Like, every time there's, like, a fight opportunity, you want to chime in and be like, oh, was, like, too bad it wasn't me, man. It's like, okay, dude. He's got to make his money back, man. Seriously. <laughs> like, if you want to get in fights so fucking bad, just get in a fucking fight, man. Like, quit just saying that you would. Like, do they play anytime? Do, oh, do they have a rematch anytime soon? Because Bennington's going to get lit the fuck up. Um, he's he's not good. We've been saying this. Like, he, yeah. he literally, he has, it's Matt Murray 2.0. But he I, only got the one cup. Yeah, I was even going to say... Um... He's freaking Niemi. Like the only reason he even even he got his cup, but the only reason was the team around him like willed that cup. Like yeah. I don't I think yeah, that, that, anybody that, that Hawks anybody. team like Hawks team averaged like 24 shots against a game. Like yeah. that was ridiculous. You could have put one of the just like those like fake goalie like like plastic things that attach to the posts. You could have put that in that, and then the Hawks would have yeah. still won the cup that fucking year. Um, they play again March eighth. Yeah, this, so about a week away. Yeah, a week from tomorrow. Or we see if, see if Bennington has anything to say to anybody when uh, when he's not skating off the fucking ice and he has to sit there and get scored on the whole time. Because you know, you know, San Jose is going to be chirping him relentlessly. Yeah, does, does he look nervous? Yeah, does, does, does he? That's the best thing. Like he's like, yeah, do I look nervous? And ever since then, he's just been a mental midget. He. He's not good. I love shit on Bennington too, just because like, it's St. Louis. So yeah, it just it adds to it. But even if he wasn't on St. Louis, he still is not a good goalie. Like, no, he's he's not like he's I I've seen it's just like online. He's probably one of the least like players in the league. Like everybody thought it was like oh like dude he's coming in and saving this team and then and then you get a full season of him. You're like I'm fucking sick of this guy's antics. Like I'm sick of his shit. Like he's not fucking good. Yeah, and I it was it was unfortunate that I thought he was locked down long term because yeah, I wish. you hate to see that. You hate to see a crap goalie sign a long term deal with your rival, but you hate to see it. <laughs> it'll be very curious to see what he uh, what his next contract's gonna look like because he kind of had that prove it deal, and I don't think he's proven it. True. Hey. Uh, I kind of I wish that like I don't know who would be more willing to fight him, Dubnik or Jones? Dubnik. Yeah, you think? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Dubnik kind of seems like a little soft. You could, you should have just fought him. Should just fought him. Yeah, but I've seen like Dubnik like kind of go after people and all that. I can't recall like Jones ever really doing that. It's the type of shit that I wish he would have pulled this against the Hawks and when Crawford was in that, because Crawford would would not fucking give two fucks about pumping him because Crawford <laughs> wanted to beat the shit out of Jonathan like, Quick back yeah, in the day too. In the playoffs in the playoffs. <laughs> in the playoffs. Crawford does not give a fuck. <laughs> that would have been great. That's one of the things that kind of sucks. I wish we would have had the blues in our division this year because they fucking are trash. <laughs> Where are they at right now? They're, I mean, they're in a playoff spot. I think they got 24 points. Yeah, they're, but that, that division's kind of all over the place. That division makes no sense this year. Like, no, absolutely that, not. Like, at the Avalanche, are, I don't even know if they're in a playoff spot right now. Um. Yeah, they're holding on by a point. Right now, okay. it's Vegas, Minnesota, St. Louis, Colorado. The other day they were in fifth. Yeah. Like LA's been killing it recently. They're six, two, and two in their last 10. Fucking Quick has like two shutouts this month. They they fucking literally beat St. Louis like in a two-game set. Um, where they St. Louis only scored like maybe a goal or two. Boston's got eleven goals. Minnesota's seven and three in the last ten. Jesus 
like it's so weird the teams that you thought were going to be at the top like well vegas is doing well but like colorado i thought they were going to also be i thought they would be like taking off like both yeah. of these teams i thought it would have been vegas and colorado fighting for that top spot yeah st louis it would have been like at that third spot which they are right now and then that fourth spot i thought was kind of up for grabs but i didn't think it was gonna be minnesota or la i thought it was gonna be arizona but i mean they're all arizona sixth place right now with 21 points la fifth place 22 i mean it's three points separate four points separate sixth place from first place in this division I mean, it's kind of this. No, yeah. See, Tampa Bay is like taking off. They're destroying. Florida's doing really well. Are you surprised? Toronto's doing really well. Yeah, (laughs) Florida's always been that like bubble team, and they're they're doing pretty great, and they're keeping it up. And like we said earlier, Bob's not even playing well. (laughs) Yeah, is he even the starter right now? I I don't even know. In terms of like games played, I let me find out. Um, because it's like dread dredger, yeah. Oh, there's even 10 for 10, yeah. Yeah, the fucking save percentage is way different 928 for dredger and fucking 899 for Bob, 218 goals against average for dredger and 3.02 for Bob. Dude, it's insane. They both played 10 games. They both have faced 306 shots. That is very weird. <laughs> Bob's only played nine more minutes. Hmm. I'm surprised they don't go with Dredger more often. But, I mean, when you pay one goalie 10 fucking million dollars, you might as well uh-huh. be going to probably have to pay, like play him. I, I don't understand how Bob just doesn't isn't doing well. Like if if Dredger's doing well and he has never been a Vesna winner, <laughs> you feel like the Vesna, like the past Vesna winner, could probably do pretty well on that team too. I don't know if he's like getting the tougher matchups or something, but pick it up, Bob. Oh my god! Fucking year, Florida. I gotta, year two, I year three. I don't even know how long he's been on that team anymore. This is year two. Year two. Or is this close? Man, oh man. Who does? Who else is uh, so you want to see like you want to do hot or not? Yo, who's hot? I, I gotta find this. Who's hot? Who's not? This stat What's stat here, Gudas is yes. on pace for 446 hits over an 82 game schedule. The NHL record is 382. He has 98 hits in 18 games played. The guy Gudas does. Jesus Christ. Yeah, this guy's like, this is the 50 goals and 39 games of hits. (laughs) (laughs) There's somebody else that has like a a fuck ton of hits, though, too. Um, Like, leave it to Gudas. Gudas is such a like scummy player. Like, lead it. Like, I mean, he's out there to do a job. And I know, and he does it great. Yeah. Where the fuck? Where's the. I'm going to find there's somebody else that has like a shit ton of hits though, too. And if I had, okay, well, Brady Kachuk has 103 fucking hits as well, but I guess it's in, in 23 games and Gudas is 119. Jesus Christ. It's that's crazy. Zadorov's up there. He's a uh, sixth in the league with 77. I've yeah, I've, I've enjoyed watching Zadorov play. I, yeah. It's good to have like a one of those defensemen that actually knows how to use their body again. Right. Throw it around and it's pretty good. All right. Yeah. So let's uh yeah, we'll switch over to how to not. So how to not team wise for the month of February. Uh you you have the floor for hot. I have the floor. I think it was I'm gonna go with one of those two teams that I was talking about, like Minnesota and LA. They I don't know if about the whole month, but just recently they've been they've been doing pretty well. Especially, um, I think the Minnesota's goalie, who I picked up on fantasy, like what up, uh, Kockinen? Yeah, he's been good. He's been playing pretty damn good. 
even though the Wild did just beat the L, the Kings twice in a row, um, the Kings also had a great month. They also hey. had the jersey. They had the reverse jersey matchup. The yeah, dude, yeah, what, what a, a sick fucking matchup! God, that was awesome. Um, I love those Minnesota reverse. Yes, those are probably one of my favorites. Yeah. I uh, what was it? I was gonna say quick. Quick had like two shutouts within two weeks. Um, playing pretty good in the month. So we got um, Huh? I'm just oh. gonna say both of them. Oh, you're cheating. All right. Yeah, I'm cheating. There, you there's can be more than one hot team. Okay, well, uh, I thought we were gonna be a little bit more specific. Like, you know, you, you fucking one. This this Cockinen kid has five dubs in his last five games. They also have um who is that that rookie forward? Uh uh Kaprasov. Yeah, Kirill, like Kirill Kaprasov. Dude, he is unreal. Yeah. Oh yeah. So Kakinen has literally six games played in in February and five wins. Not too bad. Not. Too yeah, bad. man. When you got fucking what is it? They got Cam Talbot there too. So this kid's probably going to be pretty decent if he's going if he can keep this kind of shit up. He's got. Let's see. Twelve games played. Eleven started. Eight wins. Four losses. Good little little start to his career. He's only twenty four. Man, I, I miss playing Minnesota. I miss our division. Yeah. <laughs> like I do like having Detroit playing Detroit again, but true. Um, now I gotta look for a second one because yeah, you don't have to look for a second one. Just you know, well, I was going. My do number, you just do my you? One, so my <laughs> team that I had originally for hot was Edmonton. They're nine and three in in February. Yeah, they've kind of springboarded from a joke of a team that they were questioning if they were going to fire the coach again, if they were going to miss the playoffs, to second place in their division. Um, just had they just lost last night four nothing to Toronto. Toronto, but who's who's first in the league though? So yeah. they've had some good matchups against Toronto. I mean, Toronto is just like on another level right now, which is. Kind of funny to say, but um yeah. When the goaltending's that bad yeah, in that in that division. Just... Which is weird because Mike Smith's having a great year. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the it's like the most backwards ass fucking goaltending year for that's this North Division. And I'm gonna go with Florida as my second one too. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know if Florida was gonna be able to keep up the pace that they were setting in in January. Yeah, I was just looking, and still, I was looking just at their their schedule for February. They they took out uh, Tampa Bay. Was it twice? Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, they took two of three from Tampa. I mean, they're tied with Tampa with just one more game played. Like yeah. they're doing real good. Coach Q's got them that team locked down. Yeah. I mean, Hubert was fucking like sixth in the point or sixth in the league in points too, which is pretty fucking helpful. They're, and they're getting it from everybody. Like, I know we kind of talked about them already, but I mean, they're kind of, their entire team's kind of stepping up, doing, doing what they need to do. Seventh in the league. My bad. Man, love to see it. I got like five of the top seven. <laughs> Wait, one, two. Three, four. Okay, I got four of the top seven uh, point getters on my fantasy team. How are you doing? It's it's pretty great. <laughs> I'm doing that great. <laughs> I have no goaltending. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! All fantasy right, so hockey. the not hot of the month. I'm gonna go first, and I'm taking Buffalo. Oh wow, easy, easy. Two, two and six of the month of February. They have three goals between their top three forwards in Taylor Hall. Jack Eichel and Skinner. Oh man, I didn't prepare. <laughs> I was just gonna say the Blues because they fucking suck. Um. Well, yeah, Buffalo. That's a whole nother story. Like, it's it's incredible. Like they did everything right on paper coming into the season. Like you thought they they yeah they're gonna struggle a little bit because they're this the division they're playing in is supposed to be stacked. But holy shit, are they bad? Yeah. 
it's it's I don't understand how they 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 look like they're gonna be so good on paper like every once in a while and then you're like nah still Buffalo. <laughs> couldn't even see. couldn't even win with their, their nice reverse retros. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm going St. Louis. <laughs> they're like they're like fucking five, six, and one. They played Arizona seven games in a row. <laughs> and they they like and then they play so they literally this is the teams they play. They played Arizona seven times, they played San Jose three times and LA twice and had a losing record. Yeah. That's that's not good. It's fucking terrible. Like, ugh. fuck you, St. Louis. <laughs> be bad. Just, just be bad. I'm all, I'm, I'm on that hype train. So yeah. there you go. February, February <laughs> in, in the I'll take every chance I can get this shit on St. Louis. February's in the books. Um, Almost. I don't, I don't even know what. The schedule's like anymore because this whole late start thing. What? So is it all of March, all of April? I oh, you talking about like when the season ends? Yeah. I mean, with all the makeup games, it ends when it ends, man. I don't know how they're fitting all the makeups oh, in. So right now, that Hawks season ends May tenth. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. And then the playoffs start right away, and hopefully. Get that done quickly and get get a little draft, a little expansion draft going. It's an exciting year. It's just so weird because right now we should this should have been the trade deadline the past this last week. True. We should. What the hell is the trade deadline now? That's I'm just looking up. April twelfth. Okay, so we got a whole another month until the trade deadline. Holy shit! Insane. Well, that's a. this is going to be a very big month to find out what the fuck we're doing and then. Yeah, especially the Hawks. I mean, and again, we talked about last week. I hope Tough they month. don't do anything. I do hope they don't do anything. I really true. They, they take this team and they just let it go as far as it can go. I don't think you need to. Bowman said he wants to to build this team from the inside out. Don't mortgage the future because. Well- what if it's not the future? What if they're what if they're gonna sell high on some guys? Like, what if you sell high on Yanmark? Oh, so you're selling us trade? Well, I'm on. I mean, if we're in a playoff spot, like, sure, don't do anything. But if you're looking to build for the future, still, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about like I'm saying if you're gonna if you were to sit on that borderline of being a, a playoff team and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm not saying sell like no, 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 no. prospects no, or draft picks and all that. I'm saying stick with this team. If we're not in a playoff spot and you can get something for these guys that we have on one-year deals, like yeah, like a Yanmark and all uh, Soderberg. I think we'll be in a playoff spot still. I, yeah. I, even if we're in a playoff spot, I don't even know if it's a bad idea to sell high on the guys that you got for pretty much nothing. Right. Like if you got rid of, if you sold on Soderberg for having a good season to a team that like is in like first or second place, like, I don't know. I wouldn't be super mad if you ended up getting like a second for Soderberg. Like, how fucking good would that be? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm or, yeah. Or yeah, Mark, year, guys, you guys, get like a fucking yeah. second or a first, and like I don't think that's gonna happen. But if they were somehow able to get offered that, even if they're a playoff like bubble team, I'd be like, yeah, you fucking pull that trigger. Yeah, guys on one year deals, I'm fine. I'm talking. I'm talking about like prospects. Oh, and don't bring in veterans. Yeah, no, don't bring anything in. I think I let this team go as far as it can go as True. is sell. If you can sell like one year deals and just do going from there, but don't trade Boquist or Bowden forward no. something like that. That's don't pull a Yoki Haru and trade for Alex Nylander. And but... we all know what's going to happen. It's, it's going to be, I think are going to be a good, decent rest of the year, hopefully playoffs. Off season comes around. Here comes all this the the whoever the leading point getter from the Switzerland Switzerland the Swiss <laughs> league is. <laughs> they come in, yeah, and Taves comes back. Doc comes back, and we just got. Oof, it's gonna be good. But yeah, I don't know. Got anything else? 
I I've got nothing. Um, let's get this dub today. Get this dub tonight. Let's get this Caner four hundred. Caner four hundred, and yeah, Caner prove why you're the second best player, active player right now in the league. Shout out Frank from the Illuminati. Starting that bullshit last yesterday, <laughs> but. <laughs> So, yeah, I got nothing. Tanner, what do you want to call this episode? Lucky number 400. Lucky number. <laughs> no, that's going to be confusing. Never mind. <laughs> um, I don't know. Fucking fantastic February. Right? How does that sound? It doesn't sound as confusing as lucky oh, number 400. Yeah, lucky 400. Uh, episode 124, lucky number 400. <laughs> <laughs> Just what the fuck? All right. So for Tanner and myself, we will uh, we'll check you guys out next week. Go Hawks right. and uh, let's go Kaner. Let's go Kaner. Love you, boys. Bye. The Windy City Benders Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. And follow the boys on socials at WCB Podcast. <laughs>